Broadcasting from the Third Coast and recorded live at Tripod South Studios, this is The Hango Show. I need to get inside your head. I got to know if you insane. I want to swim around your it's the time of you. You got the AC humming in the background. <laughs> That's nice, though, man. I can tell you. It's better than not having any. It is sweating season. Golly. Yep. Matter of fact, man, I just got a um, a portable air conditioner, like an outdoor air conditioner. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of those? Yeah, on the wheels, you roll them around and stuff. I, I, they may have been around for 100 years. I've never heard of them. Never. Really? Yeah. My buddy, <laughs> Raphael, um, out in uh, out in Dallas, he, uh, he called me up, I guess, I don't know, maybe a month or so ago, and we were video chatting, and... He was sitting outside on his patio. This was, I don't know, maybe 9 or 10 at night. And and um, we were talking about how hot it had been. And I was like, how the fuck are you sitting outside? Because, I mean, whenever he calls, dude, it's not like a, ever anything less than 30 minutes. 30-minute right. 30, 30 call, man, is like a quickie. And I was like, how the fuck are you outside, man? He goes, oh, yeah, dude, I got this little portable air conditioner thing right over here. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, it'll drop at like 10 or 15 degrees within 20 feet. I was like, hang on, man. So I got on Amazon, sure as shit, man, they got them. And I was like, well, bing, send me one for the shop. It just came in today, matter of fact, man. That's what I was doing before I came over here. I was un- unwrapping it. Well, are you going to put it in your office or are you no, going to put it in the kitchen? In the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, this is for everybody else, man. I need one more breeze blowing on me up there in the office, boys. Y'all get back there in the pit. It's almost a revolt now anyway, <laughs> man, because I got one of those little six-inch solo fans that's oh, clipped right to my desk, you know? And, I mean, it's like I actually have air moving up there or something. But Everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. Let's try it again. Hey, everybody, welcome to the Hango Show. I went, Hap! <laughs> I combined three words into one. This is your host, Hango Wood, and tonight I'm back in here with the boys again. Got Harpoon and Jut hanging out, and we're trying to find a reprieve from the the hell blast that is the summer in the south. Girl. Are you doing all right tonight? Yeah. You melting over there, Jut? Been melting? Not currently, but I've been good. Good deal. Man, it's it's been a it's been super hot. I mean, we say it every summer. God it's hot. Mm-hmm. It's fucking hot. Mm-hmm. God it's hot, you know. But this year it seems like this has been like the amount of rain, like it rained all the way to July and then just stopped. Yeah, and we haven't had hardly anything over the last month, really. It's been humid though. Hell yeah, we've had some we've had some crazy humidity. You know, I tell you, I mean, I, up there at the shop, you know, of course, man, we've all spent our time and just absolutely just grinding through the jungle heat that is that kitchen. But, you know, damn, man, I mean, I'm I'm getting older, and this summer uh, has really hit me a little bit different um, than, than before. Uh, I, I think maybe it's just I'm losing my patience for having wet underwear by an hour after I show up for work, you know, full body sweat, <laughs> and it just goes. You're like, sh- a, like a horse that's been on a run all lathered up and everything. Damn, man. <laughs> And it doesn't matter. I mean, like for real, man. I keep like a like five or six packs on. I mean, pair of underwear. And well, you always have like a gym bag with you and stuff up up yeah. there at work. At least you got your gym clothes. Yeah, I mean, I've kept 
plenty of clothes around, you know, just over the years. You never know if you're going to spill some sauce on you or whatever. And you got to be, you know, looking decent to take food out the cars and whatever. And it doesn't matter, man, with this humidity, change them clothes. Literally, like 15 minutes later, man, you're in the same boat. Yep. It's just crazy. I, I've started doing, um, I started keeping an extra set of shoes and socks in, in my in my vehicle. I used to do it all the time. Back when I had the big body Buick, as one of our favorite bartenders used to call it. Um, in the trunk of that, because they had trunk, you could fit two or three bodies in there if you had to. Tried it. Worked. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, but I used to get like an extra pair of jeans back there, pair of shoes, pair of socks, pair of underwear, and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. But that's back when we used to go out do field parties. and sh- You never you're going to step in a cow patty. You're going to wind up spilling some unknown substance on your pants that you won't be riding around with on your pants. Mm-hmm. So I always got an extra pair in the car. I need to get back into keeping somebody pissing over some- you. <laughs> Somebody piss on your shirt. Uh, I used to do it a lot then. I need to get back into the habit of it, especially at work with it coming a torrential downpour. There is nothing worse than spending the whole night in nothing but wet socks and wet shoes. Yeah, y'all have like a like a uniform type shirt. Yeah, I have like a work shirt I wear. Yeah, but they're but y'all are cool with any kind of pants, or do you have a certain type? No, I've of got pants? to wear like khakis like Monday through Thursday. Okay, weekend Fridays and weekends is you can wear jeans. I got you, but you know. I've seen a few of the people, man, with those, with, as I'm, you know, because I go to the gym that's just right behind y'all's place. And and, uh, as I was going a few days, I've just always looked up that way, man, just because I know that's where, you know, your place is. And and I've seen some people out there, but I could only see them for like from chest up. I didn't realize, I didn't know. They give us like new polos every year, but it's like those dry wick polos, and I hate them. I, I hate that material. And so when I, when they wanted us to start wearing like uniform shirts, we used like a like a supplier that only did. At, we had to use. We gave them the rights to use like our logo on the shirts, but if we wanted anything new, we had to order directly from that business. You couldn't go buy like some Dickies work shirts and take them to the local place and get the embroidery put on them. But I think they changed that now. But I ordered like five or six of those, just some button up work shirts when I first started there, and I, I still wear the same ones I bought. You know, and Tink's it of the day. She's like, it's time for you to order some new ones. You've been there. See, uh, not this coming Friday, but the next Friday will be five years I've been there. Dang. And she's like, you need to find something else. <laughs> get, some new sh- get some new shirts. Them right there have, have had it, I think. Like, wow. there's, no, there's no holes in them or anything. I had no idea you'd been there five years. Yeah, be five years. Got hired on September 11th. <laughs> so it's easy to remember. Uh, but, yeah, September 11th will be five years I've been there. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm And I'm looking because on our odd number of years, um, they up our PTO accruance. So after September 11th, I'll be accruing even more PTO every week. So those like the um three, five, seven, nine, twelve, and I think you max out at fifteen years. That's the max you you accrue a shit ton of PTO during after that. I mean, you make all lot of pto basically they give you like at the end of it man like a couple of years free for retirement damn near it i mean it's it's a lot um but dang jig you get pto they're <laughs> crude <laughs> pays himself yeah <laughs> yeah you're like me man 
If there's any <laughs> any paid anything, it's me paying somebody. Yeah. <laughs> That's the shittiest part about running your own place. That if if you get sick or you decide to take vacation or something, ain't no money coming in. Right. <laughs> you know, you're spending money when you're t- you take some time off, but you got to have that time off. Otherwise, you're gonna you're gonna burn. You're gonna burn out quick. Jig, what's been going on with you, man? Anything crazy going on? Nope. No neighbors behaving. No. <laughs> Well, they've done a little bit better since we put the camera up, but oh, that's that's a plus. Have you got your we'll big see. sign that says "Hey, smile, your own"? No, you, it's a middle, wanna, middle wanna, finger that says "Fuck off." Be a surprise <laughs> when the cops show up with evidence. When we go to court, we want, we want to pull the evidence out. Then <laughs> they'll figure it out in discovery. So nothing crazy going on. No, Nance being okay. Being all right. Yep. I sent her a picture of the night of. Patrick lay down on the couch and she sent me one back of Guinness like a potatoes laying there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Belly up. <Jeez>. That <laughs> damn dog. <laughs> I bet I've got it right. Even like I text Nancy, I text Nancy maybe once a quarter of the year. So I'll be able to pull it up fairly quickly. Yeah, I sent her I sent her this one if it'll that one right there. Oh, uh, Patrick, mm, keep an yeah. eye on me. And she sent me that. Like a cow laid on the couch. <laughs> Damn. Moose. He's a big old boy. He is. All right, then. What's, what's been going on with with you, my man? Shit, Doc. Well, you know, well, you, you know um, <clears throat> mom's had quite a, quite a few... Um, doctor's appointments here lately man i don't know if i talked about it last time or not man but she's had some some tremors mm. where her hand kind of shakes a little bit um so we've she's had quite a few um doctor's appointments man they're trying to figure out what it is of course they've eliminated all the obvious things that it could be parkinson's and strokes and blah blah i mean which is great you know, they're just kind of stumped. And, of course, she's been just super healthy her whole life sure. man, and super active. And, you know, she's 85. And, and um, you know, it's just it's hard to see her not herself, yeah. you know, because and she's having some some dizzy spells with it because her blood, her blood pressure fluctuates. You know, it'll it'll be high, you know, for a little bit and then she'll check it. You know, in an hour or two or something, and it'll be a little bit low, and it's just not regulated. Even though, man, you know, luckily she's only had to take, um, as far as medicine goes, being 85, a blood pressure pill. She has something for her liver um, to keep her, the, whatever enzymes kind of keep getting out of whack and, you know, in style, and then like an arthritis medicine. And that's basically it, you know. So um, the... They're, they've tried her on some different Parkinson type medicines to see if that would help with the shaking, but it it bottoms out her blood pressure, and mm. she basically, man, is just like stuck to the couch. So really, you know, this summer, and even just a little bit before, um, I've been, you know, I've been spending a lot more of my free time. <clears throat> non-work time over there you know doing house chores for obviously things like you know mowing the yard and and um taking care of her helping take care of her plants and 
today, man, I was over there. Uh, we, she had an eight o'clock appointment at the neurologist today, um, just as a follow-up visit. Uh, she, they, she had got a, uh, an MRI and checking her thyroid, all sorts of stuff, man. And they just can't, you know, just can't figure it out. But anyway, so today, even man, I helped her, um, clean out her refrigerator and her freezer. And I'm going to tell you, man, that's almost like Christmas. <laughs> what do I get to eat today? <laughs> but man, cause man, she's all like, I got to throw some stuff away. I got to make some room. And instantly my belly goes to growling because I'm thinking, damn, ain't no telling. Cause, cause she loves, when, when she cooks, she cooks big. You know, she's cooking for 10 people when there's only seven. Right. You know, so there's no doubt you can eat all you want. And then there'll still be a leftover plate or two. And a lot of times those leftover plate or twos, man, will wind up in the freezer, you know, and, and, um, and things. So anyway, man, today, uh, we did make a couple of, couple of go bags and, and, uh, and I do what I call freezer roulette some nights because it's, <laughs> what's it going to be today? <laughs> it's, it's literally like Sunday leftover plates and then she'll foil it, put some tinfoil over the, over the, plate and then stick it in like a ziploc bag and then on the outside of the bag you know she'll usually write um you know roast and potatoes and carrots and whatever and put a date on it but a lot of times man when when that is in and out or moved around the the writing on the bag will come off and um so she is so it's a, like smudge plates the whole thing yeah you have no <laughs> idea what it is until you open it up and rip off the foil you know which is great because sometimes, man, you know, meatloaf, it, may be, yeah. it may be meatloaf. Sometimes it may be grilled hot dogs. Sometimes it's just whatever. It's, it's freezer roulette. I love it. Um, but anyway, man, yeah, this summer I've been doing a lot over there with her. And then my brother, Mike, um, he has um, really bad hip issues. He's the doctors have told him I was with him. You know, they're like, look, man, you're going to have to have a hip replacement. You're just going to have to. Um, you've got so much arthritis and you've gotten, it's just deteriorated to a point that I, I see, you know, after talking to you, the doctor is telling this to Mike. He's like, you know, I, I know that you're not ready yet. So whenever you get ready, there's going to be a day. You're just going to be tired of hurting. Yeah. You're going to be like, okay, man, let's go. And then you come to me that day and realize, man, that it's going to be at least three months because we're going to have to do all these this measuring and scanning and stuff like that so they can build an actual ball and socket and hip and all this stuff like that that would exactly fit his body and stuff like that. They'll send it off. They'll produce it and then ship it back. So he's about to that point. I've talked to him several times. <clears throat> excuse me um and uh, he's about at that point i've been helping him a lot with his extra yard work and you know because he does landscaping and stuff as a as a, you know a part of his living and and uh so this summer i've done lots and lots of yard work man i've uh matter of fact we had some weather that some wind that passed through a couple of weeks ago and and um dropped this huge limb it just barely missed his house and, um, and so, man, I mean, I knew, man, I mean, you can't you something like that was probably, it was probably at least like 25 feet long and, you know, a bowling ball at least size thick. And, um, so I got out there, man, chainsawed it up for him, hauled it and moved it, you know, stacked it like cordwood and, you know, in case he wants to burn it or whatever. Really, man, just, just lots of projects, 
Oh, staying busy at least, staying active. Lots of that. Yep. Matter of fact, man, um, Antone, man, uh, Anthony that has worked for me, man, y'all know him. He uh, he just had a baby. And oh, well, congratulations. Yeah, and he's looking for a little extra extra work or whatever, so he's come over to the house, and he's helped me with some projects over there. I mean, golly, dude, I was so far behind on my house <laughs> projects. And y'all know, man, I've always got a list yeah, of projects. going on. So lots of projects, man, lots of sweating. You know, I've really not – I've not, com- you know, been complaining too much about it because – you know, realistically, man, I mean, it's it's all right. You know, I don't mind getting out there and sweating and doing something physical or doing something productive that where at the end of it I can look at it and go, wow, man, that looks so much yeah. better. You just got to be careful out there in the heat, man. It's been <clears> – I <throat> keep harping on it. Like, you know, and people were going to Death Valley two weeks ago because they were supposed to have like the – it's supposed to be like the highest recorded temperature on Earth supposed to happen. They wouldn't be there for it. Why? Yeah. Get in the fucking house. And then some like seventy year old man died during it. Was it like hundred and thirty or something? It was all, it was it was high. And he, this the seventy year old man decided to go out go out for a walk at Death Valley during this time and ended up dying out there. Well, that's one of them fuck around and find out, yeah. man. <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean, that's just stupid. It's just like uh, a friend of ours, uh up close to where I grew up at, they went down to Pensacola or Orange Beach, down there on the panhandle. Or Panama City, mm-hmm. there in Florida. Um, he put he put a post on Facebook to the night and said, "Does anybody here know what two red flags on the beach means?" I just just wanted to know without if anybody knows without googling. Rip current. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. the beach is closed. Yeah. Like it, it's rip current or it's wave. It's something. It's something serious is going on within the close the beach. Sharks. They've had like a record number of shark attacks in the Florida Panhandle this year. Um, I'd say shark attack because it's not a shark attack. The shark is in its environment and goes, mm, that looks yummy. He's just doing what's in his nature. You know, we went to his house. <laughs> <laughs> Uninvited. Uninvited. And went to flop it around like a seal. What are you yeah. expecting to do? Um, but he's like, he, a ton of people had commented, yeah, I think it's supposed to be something with the currents or, or it's this or that. And he's like, it's supposed to mean beach is closed. And he said, we set up here on the beach today with two red flags and they could not keep people out of the water. He Dang. said lifeguards were running up and down the beach, letting everybody get out of the water because they brought a drone and a helicopter over the top, trying to usher everybody off the the splishy splashing around. And I said, I commented and said, the first time we went to the Bahamas, a guy at, there at the resort told me, people who don't respect the ocean get humbled by it in the most permanent way possible. Wow, that's something you don't fuck around with. Is the ocean because it's a, it's been here a lot longer. It's a hell of a lot bigger than you are, you know, and it's, if, if you're out there and you're wanting to go in, we still have about half a summer left. We got until what Labor Day. So we got about a month and a half left. If you're going to be out at the beach this summer here, winding down, please, 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 please follow what the flags they have up. If, and there, there's a reference guide at the beach for what flags mean. If you, or don't we don't need you? <laughs> I mean, man, if you're too if you're too dumb to read, go ahead and wander off into the ocean. That's fine. We're going to thin the herd a little bit. No, seriously, if, if you're going to be at the beach and they tell you to get out of the water, there's a reason for it. They're not being killjoys. They're not being assholes. They're trying to keep you from dying. But you know what? You have free will. Knock that yourself out. Summer movie Meg Two's out, man. So that may be the reason. <laughs> We're going to recreate it. No, it's just been 
it's the amount of people who will not listen to simple caution. That's not even simple. That's pretty. They're trying to protect you. They're trying to say, "Hey, get the fuck out before you drown." And if you'll, if you can, before you go to the beach, if you're not familiar with it, there are pictures you can look at online of what a rip current looks like. It's not like it's hiding from you. You can see it in the waves where a rip current is being is pulling the water out, out to out from the shore. And yeah, it's strong. It can be like just over your ankles, man. And you can you can you'll be gone. Feel it quick. I mean, it will carry you out miles before you have a chance to react to what's going on. Mm-hmm. You'll turn around and the there will be no more beach. You'll be on your own. They're super super serious. Speaking of Florida. They have passed new alimony laws in Florida. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. So, um, the here's how it worked. So, um, the really rich Republican women of Florida believed that it was only going to affect new alimony payments, but it affected all al- alimony payments. So, all these women who've lived for years in alimony payments don't have, don't have any money anymore. They cut them off. They've ended all alimony payments payments in Florida. For, wow. So these women who have been living off their ex-husband for the last 30 or 40 years have now got to go find a job because there ain't no more money coming in. So, how, so they just, wow. So it's, even like in the in the future, there's no more alimony. No more. They killed all the old ones, and there won't be any more future alimony payments. Florida's no, more, no longer an alimony state. Okay for them, man. Yeah. So there's that. Um, you remember Larry Nasser? Remember that name? He was the guy who worked at Michigan State, and he was one of the uh, doctors for the women's Olympic gymnastics team. And he got a, he got put in jail for sexually assaulting all these gymnasts through the years he was supposed to have been checking on. Well, good news—he got stabbed in prison. Really? That's, I don't think it killed him, but you know he's got a target out for him. They don't wow. put up with that shit. Wow, now that's been that's been a while back. Uh, it was probably four or five years ago when they got convicted. Yeah, he's biding their time. He's going to die. I mean, he got, it was two hundred and something years he got, and the judge said, "I'm happy to say I'm signing your death warrant today. You'll never see freedom again." Good for that. Guy. You know, she, he was the one. You know, in some court cases, they do victim impact statements where mm-hmm. people you know can yeah. stand up and say stuff before they get sentenced. That was the one where the dad was like, one of the dads of the girls stood up to talk and he had like his international brotherhood of electrical workers shirt on you know local 284 whatever big hulking man he's like judge will you give me five minutes alone in a room with him everybody kind of giggled judge's like i can't do this well just give me a minute then just give me a minute with him and she said you know i can't he's like well i'll do it myself he jumped the rail and grabbed the guy it took like four deputies to pull him off of, of, of the little shithead Jeez. Yeah, and he said they were holding me. He goes, "Tell me, y'all wouldn't do the same thing if it was your daughters." And the deputy's like, "Just hang on, hang on." <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll borrow my gun if you'd like to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so he got stabbed in jail. So, yay! Um, Bud Light is now the number 14, 14th beer in the country in sales from being what two or three? Yeah, number one. Oh, was it number one? Bud Light's been number one for. Decades, maybe. Oh wow, I didn't realize that. And they're now fourteenth. Modelo is now the number one beer in America. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Fuck around and find out. That's some. That's we know they they 
they double fucked themselves. You know about that whole thing, right? Did you hear that the, the second part of the? You know, we all heard the whole, you know, gay beer, blah 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 blah. Well, then like the next month, what when was was Pride Month? June, Juneteenth. Yeah, June. Well, then like in July they were like, or was that right? Is that? Is it's that right? June. Is June, it, June yeah. is when Pride Month okay, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Juneteenth is a whole different thing. Yeah, Juneteenth is a holiday. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. All right, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what I was. So <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Hang on, man, that was, ain't right." The squirrels were running. Uh, so, like in July, they released like their Fourth of July camouflage beer. You know, well then all the all the LGBT people were like, "Oh, see, they were they weren't even serious. They weren't. Even, they were just they were just doing this to sell beer, guys. They weren't even serious." So now all the gays aren't buying Bud Light either. The gays. All the people in the LGBTQ community aren't buying Bud Light either. And so now they've got nobody on either side, the left or the right. Oh, wow. You know. So. I thought, man, that that, uh, that you were going to say, man, that they had doubled down and even gone even farther. No, no, no. They, the- they tried to go back the other way, and the people they were trying to impact now don't want to have anything to do with them either. What an idiot. This is an absolute shit show. <laughs> God. They, fi- they ended up firing like 200 and something people from the it marketing. Was, well, and- the person, the woman who came up with that, the woman who came up with that. Use that term pretty loosely. I, I, I will say no more than that. The woman who came up, they hired as their PR person or their or their ad person, whatever. That was that was her first big thing was, was getting the... The LGBT thing going, you <laughs> know, shit. We, we need to bring in more diversity to the beer. That's great. Yeah, you should be. I don't care if you're selling beer, pizza, or whatever. You should be trying to reach all the people you can. Yeah, you know. So, anyway, the whole point of all that was you should be trying to reach as many customers as you can, and all the time, you shouldn't be trying to like segment off your customer base. Right. So it was a total shit show to begin with. Why would you try to alienate? Half the people that buy your beer. Let's just say for half people who, I think it's a lot more. Half the people, for instance, are Republicans. Half of them are Democrats. Why would you try to do anything to divide them over your product? You should be doing something to bring them to stay as neutral as you can, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. That's just me. Well, you've always said that. They were your business. You know, when we drove for you or whatever, you would say, I don't care what you do in your free time. I don't want no alcohol stickers on your car, no marijuana stickers on your car. I don't want any political stickers on your car. <laughs> you're like, I want, if you're driving a car for me with my sign on it, I want it to be as neutral as possible. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's, it, it only makes sense, dude. I mean, you know, I mean, that's just, that's just super basic. Surely to goodness, man, the, the original marketing theme had to be, some sort of a thought of how do we include this community into the the existing sales? I mean, how do we include this LGB right. community? How do we how do we get some more of them to come on over and drink Bud Light? You know, not just hey man, that's that's all we want. You know, but dang man, it, it, in order in doing that, I, they just went so far one way over the edge. Yep. You know. That it just tripped out everybody else. Well, I would just like if I buy a Mountain Dew or some some Golden Eagle caramel corn, or if I buy a pizza, I would like it not to be politicized. You cook a great pizza, great, I'll buy it. 
you're going to cook a great, great pizza and you've got, you know, a Nazi flag on it, I'm probably going to pass. Yeah. You know, it's just, I, I, re- I want, I want my pizza not, not to come with a, an agenda. <laughs> I want to be able to eat food without having to think about who this person voted for. Right. You've Why heard is it? Of nacho cheese. <laughs> what about Nazi cheese? <laughs> I'll take one spicy Hitler, please, and give me a side of Goebbels. Um, <laughs> Jet might watch hockey from time to time. I don't think you're you watch much hockey. Do you? Okay, if you want to have an entertaining evening, get on YouTube and just look up mic'd up hockey players during games. Uh-huh. Dude, they have the best shit talk because you know, like seventy percent of them are Canadian. Canadian, all right. The other thirty percent are like from Russia or some former Soviet country. So it's either it's either these Russian Lithuanian Latvian guys who don't speak any English, and so when they get talked to, they go blah, you know, or it's Canadian guys skating around each other. Good hit there, bud. Really going for it, aren't you? I learned that calling somebody bud with a Canadian accent is like calling calling their mom a cunt. Really? Apparently, Bud is like the <laughs> biggest insult in Canada. Okay, like, you'll be spitting you'll be spitting them chiclets out when I get done with you, Bud. I'm gonna bust you right in the snout. Chiclets. I mean, it's just it's it's non. It's some of the most hilarious shit talking you've ever heard. It's the kindest up pitched voices uh-huh. with their talking mad shit to each other. It's fucking Canadians can't even be mean when they're mad at each other. They've even got to be nice then. Come on, buddy. Come on, drop them. We'll do it. I'll dance with you, bud. Come on. That's it's, it's some of the fun. Just go home. I'm mean, NFL mic'd up stuff's pretty funny, too, but nothing like the NHL. It's all these Canadian dudes just starting shit with each other in the nicest possible way. And like the biggest ass kicker in hockey for the last 10 years is an American guy who just whoops everybody's ass. And when he squares off with them, they skate away. Ryan Reeves, he's played for, he's probably like the last true enforcer in the NHL. He's just like a giant. He's not even that big of a guy. He just hits like a fucking Mack truck. Wow. He, he's just, I mean, I'm sure he's maybe bigger than what he looks. He's broad, like from shoulder to shoulder. He's a big boy, but he's not like massive or anything. I would think, I don't think, I don't know how tall he is. Um, But he's just the guy used to every NHL team had a guy who was like their enforcer, a guy they kept really when there was a dirty hit, they would send him out to whoop somebody's ass. Wow. You know, that was just the way it was. Ryan Reeves is kind of like the last guy who does that in the NHL. But he, he is like, I don't, I've never seen him lose a fight on the ice ever. That's him right there. Huh. I mean, he don't look massive or anything, yeah. you know, but you can't really tell that they're all in uniform. It's a headshot of him there. I mean, he's square-jawed. Um, but, yeah, he, he's just one of those guys that when he gets on the ice, saunters up next to somebody who just made a bad hit, it ain't going to be a good night. For, he, he's not guys out on the ice. Cold. Y'all, you you watch a lot of hockey? When I, when I catch it on, yeah. <laughs> Got to pull for Nashville, man. <laughs> oh, the hell? I, I didn't realize they had them. Oh, yeah, the Predators, Nashville Predators. They've had a team for – 10 years, 15 years now? Wow. Been a while. Have y'all seen a game? I, I haven't been that. I've watched the ones locally here. 
when they used to have a local team, mm-hmm. I'd go to those games. I saw the Blackhawks play one time. Oh, yeah. In, in Chicago. That when you were working up there? Yeah. yeah. They played the St. Louis Blues. Boy, that'd be pretty fun, man. We ought to do that sometime, man. Like, be a blast. Be, yeah. That's a good rivalry game. Those two teams hate oh, each St. other. St. Louis beat the absolute <laughs> shit out of them. I was so mad. I was like, the one time I get to see the Blackhawks, they get their ass kicked in United Center. It's like, oh, well. That's a big building. I have been to the United Center yeah. before. It's massive. It's a big place. Um, so yeah, if you need something to watch tonight, just go home, look up, just get on YouTube and look up, just put in NHL mic'd up and just prepare to laugh your ass off. Just, it's just the craziest shit talking I've ever heard. Um, there's been a big shakeup in podcasting now because of, you ever heard of cast media? You probably hadn't. Mm-hmm. You've heard of them. They're a com- they're one of these companies. You remember Machinima back when YouTube mm-hmm. was really kicking off? It's like these third-party representative company, I guess you would say. Um, what Cast Media does is they would come to me. Hey, we see your show is getting a lot of engagement. You're getting a lot of listeners. Would you be interested in us doing some advertising? For, would you be interested in doing some advertising on your show? I'll say, yeah. And they'll say, okay, do you have any problems with with this kind of industry? Like, like if I had a problem with like supporting... But light, <laughs> but light, yeah, like alcohol or medical marijuana or whatever, you know. And I would say, yeah, I kind of want to stay away from this, or I, I would really want. I would, we talk about we talk about this a lot on our show, so I'd like to do more. Like if I we talk a lot about mental health on here, mm-hmm. they might be able to work out a deal where I I did advertisements for BetterHelp, which we've all heard about BetterHelp through YouTube and everything else. So really, their job is to find advertisers for shows that fit you know, both, and then they get a cut. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, they've been doing this for a while, and they just stopped sending people their payments. They would just keep all the money from the advertiser instead of paying the host, too, the, the show they're supposed to give payment to, who are doing the ads for them. Now, dude, so the, so the, the host would actually call out the, the – you'd do like – or would it be something already like pre – no, no, they, they would it would depend on what the company wanted. Some right. companies like live reads, some companies have got something they've pre-produced, mm-hmm. you know, and they just send you over the file and you put it into your show. Or some companies want you to do something pre-recorded and they they were like, "Okay, yeah, we want we want to advertise with you, but we want you to do a um a pre-roll ad before you even start the show. And we want one we want it read at the middle of the show. And they'll pay more for multiple reads. Some people want pre-roll mid-roll, and end-of-show reads, just depending, you know, or ads or whatever. So Cast Media was doing this and then just not paying the creators. Um, Jim Cornette, who I'm very fond of from old-school wrestling back in the days, he, mm-hmm. he worked throughout, you know, Memphis and Chattanooga and up in the area. He's got a very successful podcast, just telling old stories from back in the territory wrestling days. He had he had he would he had to call them every month. Where's our money at? It's supposed to be paid last week, and they would finally get the money to him or whatever. Well, eventually they stopped. They stopped getting back with him, and so they've sued him. It's like over a million dollars they owed him Ooh, alone. Damn. But this is a big company, so there's no telling how many people in podcasting use them to get their ads done who have not been paid. 
And then the guy who owns Cast, they found all this out because Cast Media is getting ready to be sold to Podcast One, who is owned by Live One, which is a big media conglomerate. Well, their financials came out because they're looking at being bit selling out, and they owe all this money to people. And the owner of Cast Media, his Instagram is full of him and his wife going on like vacation to Greece, vacation to Spain, vacation to here, vacation is everything is and all the, his exotic sports cars he has been buying with all this money that is not his money. It's supposed to go to the creators. Damn. So money you're about, you're about to see a lot of probably gonna be a lot of big name podcasts that are going to be involved in this lawsuit. Wow. I mean, he has done this for a long time. That's amazing, man. You know, folks being shady and and you know, man. I mean, how 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 do you how do you think that you're gonna? How's that gonna end? Well, they came out this past week and they they were something was what what kicked it all off was they were wanting all their creators to sign new contracts, and the split was gonna be sixty forty sixty to cast forty to the creator, and that's what started all the the hubbub. You know, you're you're not paying us to begin with. Now you're wanting to cut what you're supposed to pay us in the future. Are you insane? Yeah. Yeah. Number one, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, looking into a podcast, I've gotten a ton of people send me messages through Instagram. Hey, would you want to, you know, sure. S- send me over, send me over a sheet of, of what the payments are going to look like. About 90% of them never send me anything. Other 10% send me stuff. is like 70, 30, 70 to them. You know, this, these management companies, these people who want to manage your ads, it's all a fucking ripoff. If you don't, it's, it's podcasting now, but 20 years ago, it was YouTubers. Guys who got put, guys who first started YouTube and YouTube first was kicking off and they, they were so hungry for money. They signed on to shitty ad deals for in perpetuity hmm. until the company decides to let them go, which they're never going to let them go. So if you're a young creator out there, there's a lot of people every day. Everybody wants to start a YouTube channel. We want to start a podcast. We want to start a, uh, a Twitch channel. Do not, do not, do not, do not get in bed with these shady folks because they will steal your content and they're going to steal your money and you're going to be left with jack shit. It may, it may kind of like the music industry, man. Very much. It's it's the whole new thing. The music industry is no music industry is adapted. (laughs) They have, because it used to, um, back, like I know like in the nineties for sure. If I started a band and I signed with a record company, and they were going to hand, they're going to pay for all my recording and all my presses and all this kind of. They're going to pay for my tour, the whole deal. <clears throat> I got shit from album sales. I think, like at most, you might get ten cents per album. Damn. Where bands made their money at was on tour and merch sales. That was that was that's why every every summer in like the nineties and two thousands, it was like Warp Tour and it was Lollapalooza and it was festivals and it was. The Stones were going on tour again. It was huge. huge. We're just big now. The big one now is what Taylor Swift. That's probably the biggest tour going on. Or Garth Brooks, one of the two, even though he's a serial killer. Um, got to bury them bodies somewhere. Um, back in the day, it was like, you no, know, was it 99? They started the Family Values Tour when it was like Marilyn Manson and Limp Biscuit and Metallica and Power Man 5000. It was like a an all-star tour, you know. Well, now record companies do these 360 deals where they get a bite of your streams, a 
bite of your album sales. They get a bite of your tour. They get a bite of your merch. They get a bite anything. You go do a, you get a paid podcast appearance. They get a bite of that. Wow. So venues you, have started taking part merch as well. <sighs> That's wow. ridiculous, dude. That is ridiculous. Yep. So they got to rent the joint and give them a cut. They, yeah. They're so like they're renting some some venues are renting space to where you can put up you know your booth or it you know your whatever. So you have to buy you have to pay extra rent just for for merch booth space. space That's merch retarded. Space. And they're also charging anywhere from well, I've seen it as high as eighteen uh, percent of the merch sales on top of the rent they're paying for the spot. That's so dumb. What? Yeah. Are these like small venues, like theaters I mean, and stuff? You, you or, wonder why the band T-shirts are seventy dollars. Yeah, that's why. Because they don't make. <laughs> they're losing twenty percent off the top. You're better off buying it on their website, probably where they get the, they get the majority of the cut. Yeah. Dang. That's what I saw somebody posted the day said if you really want to support your band, go to their website and buy a T-shirt because like streaming their song like through, I think Apple still pays the most for streams like Apple Music. But it's still a fraction of a tenth of a, of a cent per stream. These guys are getting paid. What was it? Uh, Pharrell Williams had uh, that song "Happy" that was so big, like ten years ago that summer. I, it had millions of streams. I think he got a check for twenty three hundred dollars. What for millions of times it was streamed? Day. I mean, he got paid next to nothing for the streams. That's what I say. If That's you really crazy. want to, if you really want to support a band that you're or an artist you're into go to their website buy a t-shirt buy a hat buy a sticker you know that stuff that's how you support an artist now wow because even at their shows they're probably barely covering any overhead just from doing a show unless you're taylor swift where you have seventy three thousand people three nights in a row come to your show Stadiums and shit like they that. They said she's on track to make like a billion dollars. I have no store. doubt. A billion. A billion. There was a video of her yeah. sh- of her concert at Seattle the other night, and there was I forgot how fifty, sixty thousand people, seventy thousand people in they, the show was where the where the fucking Seahawks play, the football stadium. It's packed out, and there was like cool. twenty or thirty thousand people outside the stadium listening to her play, who couldn't get in. Talking about a hundred thousand people around us in and around a stadium. So what do you think, man? They average like a three hundred dollar seat. Ooh, I don't know how much the face value is. Those things scalped were going in the thousands, thousands. I think one of her front row seats was like seventeen thousand dollars on one of these uh, third party sellers. Seventeen grand for a front row seat to her show. I'd rather have my ears cut off than go to a Taylor Swift concert. I mean, I yeah, I couldn't imagine really. Probably, I mean. Just the screaming alone from all the tweens would get on my nerves. It'd be it'd be a spectacle, something to see, something to. I've seen like videos from when she opens the show and stuff. I mean, it is it's a it's an extravaganza. It's like a like a three ring circus, the dancing and the lights and the whole production. It's something, yeah. But it's it's not my my style. You know, man. Speaking of of big stadiums like that. I've been watching, um, of course, I'm a huge fan, but I've been watching uh, some of the Guns N' Roses European tour. 
and I mean, you know, that's what they're doing over in Europe right now is just is pretty much just stadiums. Yeah. You know, and um playing for three hours and stuff like that. They've got like a they've got a a small uh tour coming back to the US and um I've looked at a few of the spots and you know, you can get tickets like way the fuck way at the back where you'd literally have to be watching the jumbotron to see anything with binoculars you know (laughs) and those are like 150 bucks and down front you know in the pit you know there there can go up to five thousand dollars i've seen you know up there in the very front i was like holy smoke man i mean that's a stadium full of people yeah i wanted to go see um queens of the stone age they're on tour right now and they're going to be like in they're doing a show in Nashville. I think they're doing one in Atlanta, maybe, and they're doing one over in Rogers, Arkansas. I thought, wait a minute, at an amphitheater. I'm like, that's the one I'd want to go to. A smaller show with, with those maniacs? Yeah. You know, went and looked at it. You can get a couple decent seats for 358 bucks a piece. So you could drop a thousand bucks, man, by the time you pay. Okay. Yeah, me and Tink go. So that's $800 right there. Yeah. You know, and then gas to Rogers, you know, which is going to be probably another hundred, just getting there, and another hundred back. Then have a hotel for at least one night, you know, eating, getting something to eat, a t-shirt, well over a grand just for two people to go to a concert. Ain't that crazy? Crazy man! Remember when the Eagles came here locally in the nineties and they wanted a hundred dollars per ticket, and everybody lost their fucking mind. Oh yeah. That's back when, like, on their hell freezes up the reunion tour they were going to do, or they did. They came through here, and people were a hundred dollars a ticket. Oh, that's general admission now, dude. Just to get into a local show. <laughs> you remember back, back way back in the day, man, when Michael Jackson had the Thriller mm-hmm. thing going on. I, mean, I, I say I remember. I remember the, I was I was a child when that came. Out. Well, yeah. The uh, I mean, and so at that time. Like regular concert tickets, like if you got a badass ticket, it was twenty five bucks. Right. So you're somewhere in the twelve to eighteen normal. His tickets for Thriller Man were seventy five bucks. Okay, my head's exploding. And it was it was just like seventy five dollars. Who does he think he is? Yeah, right twirling on stage. You think he is the king of pop? <laughs> I thought, my gosh, man, if you had 75 bucks to go to a show, man, you would just be rich. Yeah. And now you're paying like 350 like you say. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, and, and that wasn't even front row. It was a third party, it was a third party seller. But still, I mean, it was like like toward the back on the floor, which isn't unless you're my height, isn't a great seat. You know, Tink can't see shit from the back row of the floor. Y'all. There ain't no damn way. That's usually, if we go to a show, we usually get something like in the risers. So, mm-hmm. you know, even I say she's not short for a woman. I think she's like five seven. You know, but unless you're gigantor standing in the back looking over everybody, you can't see shit. But I would like to see Queens of the Stone Age. They put on they, they that'd be one show I'd be willing to sacrifice. I don't like going anywhere in public like that anymore. Groups of people, mm. it's is I've gotten so people are just stupid. You know, they can't act right, and they sure as shit can't drive. Yeah. So I try to stay away from mass groups of people. Get them in a group and give them access to alcohol and 
whatever the hell. Oh, and then Dingo texted me this past week, like, hey, could you make this show? And it was like the Black Keys playing the super small show in Nashville. And, of course, it was on a Wednesday I had to work. I'm like, i got to work that night. I'm like, He's like, all right, then. I'm like, mm. I'd love to see the Black Keys in the small small show. PTO, PTO. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of The Hango Show. Be sure to go by tripodbroadcasting.com to check out all the shows on the network. Also, check out our sponsors down in the show notes, like ebles.com, E-A-B-L-E-S, where you can save 15% on some premium CBD. Also, check out MyDelta8.com. Harpoon, Jut, love you guys. And I love every single one of you out there for listening. And we'll see you next time. Bye.